So if you were like, hey, I want to just do a human rogue, then it's like very easy. But he wanted like a cat folk rogue, so he's like a cat person. Oh. Yeah, and uh, I made him a girl too. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Web of Tomorrow. We're your hosts, Riley Carrasquillo. And I'm Adam Harris. Today, we're going to talk about something so very special and dear to our hearts. It's called events. And how to handle them. Events are a really great way. Well, one way I used it in the past is it's a really great way to do some cool CSS tricks and stuff. But really, it's a really great way to work with your DOM and manipulate your DOM. So, Adam, let's jump into it. Yeah, so it's a way to know what the user's doing on their on your page. Like when and where they're hovering and clicking and scrolling and stuff like that. And I think like there's two main ways to do it. Like on in the HTML, you can do on click as an attribute, for instance, and then as the value for the attribute, you can actually put some JavaScript. Probably the best thing to do is just call a function. But if you don't want to put that in your HTML, instead in your JavaScript, you can just do add event listener, the name of the event listener and the function to call. So the different event listeners are like uh, scroll, hover, click, key up, key down, stuff like that. Yeah, good. All right. Well, and like if it's, if, yeah. <laughs> But like if it's key up, you want to know what key it is. Yeah. So it'll tell you that, and it gives you like this weird key code. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm, like no. it doesn't just it doesn't just tell you what letter they pressed, right? Because what if they press tab or space or I don't know shift something like that? Yeah. Arrow keys. They all they all have like different key codes. Events are really cool. They they kind of translate into a lot of different things. Uh, well, translate. What I mean is um, you can use them in a lot of different things like jQuery and even in Angular I've used them. I'm sure you can use them in a lot of other libraries and frameworks. Yeah, D3 has some things to handle events as well. Yeah, it goes really well with this idea of asynchronous. And uh, sorry, did you already say this? Talk about how it's, it goes really well with like asynchronous. Uh, yeah, because like you don't you don't know when the user is going to click something. So it's going to be asynchronous. Yeah. Like setting up this function to be called just whenever. Yeah, and you don't want it to like refresh the whole page when they do it or depending on what it is because obviously obviously you wouldn't want it to be refreshing the page when it's like hovering over a link or something or when they're, you know, clicking inside a box of some sort. That would be ridiculous. But also just with like other more intensive actions, you don't want them want it refreshing the page. And uh, you want it to just, when they do it, to blast off as it, as it should. And so that's the asynchronous idea is that things are kind of going off uh, independent of each other. It's not like one big action every single time yeah. that affects the whole page. And, it's, and like asynchronous, it's still single-threaded. It's still just one thing happening at a time. But usually with asynchronous, it will wait for a good time for it to run, and then it'll run, and then it'll continue with whatever it was doing before. So that's super useful in today's day and age because um, it kind of feeds into this whole idea of a reactive uh, – is it reactive? Reactive web page? 
Is that what it's called? Um, like, man, I'm like drawing super blanks today. But anyways, what what I mean is everything should feel fairly appish or so, like software like that you would typically have downloaded on, an, on a desktop back in the day. Um, yeah. It should be that experience. It shouldn't be like you're just going on and looking at a sheet of digital paper on online, but an, an actual interactive experience. Yeah, like a good example of some things I've seen that are non-reactive is if you've got like an inbox that's got like three things in it and there's a couple places on the page that will say three and then you mark one of them as red, sometimes it'll stay, still say three in a couple of places. Yeah, static equals boring. <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. Anyway, so yeah, static is equals boring. You know, it's not, uh, it's really not admissible to have a, static website anymore um in fact every time i get on a a i do a lot of research for my job to see like just kind of check out people's websites to see where people are as far as their like endeavors and goals because they do a lot of stuff with nonprofits. and it always drives me crazy when their website looks like it was made 10 years ago yeah i know and it just it's like oh man there's just a few little tweaks that you could do to make this website Really interactive, really exciting, and modern. I always uh, resize the browser and see if it's responsive, and it's not, then I just, I can't like the website. So that is the word I was meaning to say, is responsive, not reactive. But yeah, oh, responsive. Yes. There we go. We got to it. And it's because this is our first time doing an early morning podcast, and so my mind hasn't exactly turned on quite yet. Usually it takes me a few memes, you know, in the morning first to to really get mm. get going <laughs> but yeah it's this like idea of responsive web design yeah yeah super important like when you first start learning javascript you're interacting a lot with like alerts and prompts but that's not what you typically do in a real website you're using event handlers and you're using form elements and stuff where whereas um, in the form element you're listening for like key up events and validating whether or not what they're typing in is like a, a valid email address or whatever. And so key up is a good time to do that. Every time there's a key up, you know, okay, they added a new letter. I should check it again. Exactly. And so there's like a lot of little fancy things that you can do with DOM manipulation, I guess you can say. Like the one I've often seen is on click. For example, you can click a text and it like brings a pop-up or something like that. Uh, there's just like a yeah. lot of like really basic things that you could do that you if you really dove into it you could do some really complicated awesome things i think that's kind of the thing with programming is uh there's a lot of like very basic things you can do with almost everything but yeah. if you really wanted to there's this flexibility to get crazy uh creative and in depth yeah so an example of something really crazy you can do with event handlers is like drag and drop and resizing things with the mouse like you combine mouse move with mouse down and mouse up and you can do this crazy drag and drop. And like it's so complicated that there's there's whole libraries built around it. And there's this new one on GitHub called Dragula. Dragula. Which is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's a cool name. And then there's another one that's like called Hammer.js. And it's, uh, it's based on uh, MC Hammer song, Can't Touch This. Oh, yeah? There yeah, so that's go. why it's called Hammer.js can't touch this so does it like yeah it, i think it like converts between like desktop mouse events and then mobile touch events nice 
it's just crazy the things that people come up with with existing JavaScript technology. Like just libraries and frameworks kind of blow my mind because it's built within the the boundaries of what is already existing and what is already there. And uh, and so that's crazy to me to think that like they're building something to be make life a lot easier already built upon the ideas that JavaScript has, you know, currently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just, like, to me, when I see that, I'm thinking, oh, they're creating something completely new. Like, Angular is not technically JavaScript. React is not technically JavaScript, but it is. It is straight-up JavaScript. Uh, done. So it's, so it's just crazy that there's, like, framework developers out there that make yeah a lot of the stuff we do on the web today could have done could have been done a long time ago if we just thought of it yeah that's that's crazy to think about i mean i'm sure that like the constant updates to javascript have made some changes to what we're able to do but yeah Yeah. anyways we're getting into a lot of really great discussions today but yeah that's about it yeah that's about it we appreciate you guys listening in sorry that we missed you last week are going to have some guests coming up actually soon here, which will be really exciting and fun. We're super excited for you guys to join us and we hope that you like what we're doing. If you do show us rate, subscribe, give us a little bit of a comment. I don't know. Just tell us, tweet out to us. We appreciate any feedback we can get. If you just love us for who we are, then don't say anything, I guess, and just listen to us. <laughs> and subscribe to our our assess feed or whatever you know just just show your love in any way that you can and uh let us know that you're out there you know so we're not just talking to space but if we are talking to space well then we don't mind that either because we're just going to do it anyways <laughs> next time on the web of tomorrow we're going to talk about how you can ward off vampires because we all know that they like to suck juicy code <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's a winner <laughs> <laughs>